The following presentation is brought to you by the Mutual Network. Better living through audio. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. The following show was first released August twentieth, two thousand seven. Once upon a podcast dreary, as I pondered the weekend clearly, trying to avoid another volume of a forgotten bore. While I was talking, mostly yapping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at the studio door. Tis some listener, I muttered, tapping at my studio door, wanting a show through which they will not snore. Only this, and nothing more. Presently the sound grew louder, and I knew I couldn't take a powder, sir, I said, or madam, truly, before you break my door. The fact is I was yapping, and my jowls were quickly flapping, when so loudly you came rapping, tapping at my studio door, that you scared the beans out of me. Here I opened the door. T'was Brad standing there, and nothing more. Brad, you boob, I hasten to say, what brings you out of your lair today? What brings you out upon my studio's linoleum floor? He started in to give me praise, to cure me of any workday malaise, but I knew his true intention. He wanted a raise. Quoth the Bradster. Give me more! want to raise? Well, that's just ducky. Listen, Brad, I said, you're lucky that I haven't given you the boot through the bat-free door. You have the intelligence of a doorknob. I think I'll give you a brand new job. A job with a salary lower than the floor. A job that would be a menial chore. What do you say to this, I implored? Quoth the Bradster. Give me more. At that point, my mind did snap. I had had enough of the crap that Brad had given me by the score. I said, you asked for it, you boorish lout. Just wait until you find out what job I'm keeping you around for. Quoth the Bradster. Do I get more? What was that? Oh, Miss Schmackelheimer, I didn't see you come in. Uh, uh, that was a way of me dramatically opening the show this episode. Uh-huh, and you did that because why? Well, I just thought it'd be sort of an interesting way to establish the plot that we've sort of got going so here. So the plot would be that Brad got a job? Well, he found a job because I've given him a new job here at the uh, at the Batfree. So you've given him a new job, and you went through that whole, yes. that whole thing to say that you'd give him Brad a job? Well... Yeah, I guess if you put it that way, that's... Um, well, why yeah, couldn't you have just said that you gave Brad a job? Who do you think you are? E.E. E. Cummings? Uh, Perhaps Robert Frost? Uh, Miss Schmackelheimer? Uh-huh. I found Brad a new job. Well, see, now, how hard was that? Okay, you're right. That, that was... makes so much more sense. Okay, we'll keep it simple then. So, what job did you find for him? Please tell me he, you're not replacing Paolo. That, no. I won't stand for that. No. He cannot replace Paolo. No, 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 no. Paolo is no, irreplaceable. You, no, no, you made that quite clear that if I did that, then uh, bad things would befall me. So don't worry. Uh, Paolo's job yes, is, is yes, perfectly secure. Yes, this is secure. very true. Yes. So, so what's Brad's job? Well, Brad's job is, uh, well, I'd rather not say. Uh, I'd rather everybody just find out when he goes on duty. I don't like surprises. It's not a surprise as much as uh, I think it would just be a good idea if everybody found out what j- what Brad's job is uh-huh. as he does oh, it. Oh, this should be interesting. Well, I th- I'm going to have to find some place to go and to clear my head and to get my center back. Like like to the pool with Paolo, maybe? Oh, there's a good thought. Miss mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, Schmackelheimer? Yes, Mr. Bell? Why did you come in here? Oh, uh-huh. 
I completely forgot with that whole weird opening thing. Uh-huh. Um, there's some guest in the lobby. Oh, a guest in the lobby. Uh, who is it? I'm not really sure. I think he came to fix some shelves. To do what? He came to fix shelves. Uh, he said something about being a counterfeiter. Oh, 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 him. No, no. You see, Ms. Schmackelheimer, uh, he makes counterfeit money. So he's a counterfeiter, not a counterfeiter. See? You made me make a pun, didn't you? Well, I sort of kind of maybe railroaded you a little bit. I don't like making puns. They make my skin feel all tingly. And I'm thinking you're going to pay for making me do a pun. You see, this was the surprise. No, I don't like surprises. I don't like puns. I know you don't like surprises, but I thought... There will be consequences. That's all I can say. Oh, great. Okay. um, Could you tell my guest to please come into the studio? I suppose. Appreciate it. Goodbye. Goodbye, Ms. Schmackelheimer. Goodbye now. And please don't slam the door. Okay, fine. Uh, I'll get ready for my guest. And I'll... Hi, Mr. Arnie, Bell. don't sneak up like that. Bread. Cheese and crackers. How did you get in here? I didn't hear the door. I understand that Brett's got a new job here at the Bedford, Mr. Bell. Is that true? Yes, that's true, Arnie. Well, what's your job, Mr. Bell? I can't tell you. Come on, Mr. I want you to let your cat out of the bag. I'm sorry, Arnie. can't tell. Come on, let the cat out of the bag. I'm not going to tell. No, literally. I want you to let the cat out of the bag. I can't figure out how to open this knot. Oh, okay. Now, uh, this, this way. way. This way. The cat's name is. So, it's... what job is Brad gonna have, Mr. Bell? Well, he... I have the results here from the ZBatfree.com forum. Oh, we hope everybody should vote to see what job Brad would have. Right, right. The voting is closed now because this right. is a podcast is where the we announce jobs. Job. Yes. Anyway, twenty-two mm-hmm. percent on your poll says he should be our janitor. That's a possibility. Eleven percent said that he should be a pool boy. But Miss Schmackelheimer got put, put the, the kibosh. kibosh so definitely, definitely not pool boy. And 66%, an overwhelming majority said other. Other. Well, they made some suggestions, which include night security guard. Security guard. Lawyer. You better watch yourself, Buster. That's a lawsuit just waiting to happen. We already have oh, a, yeah, so got a lawyer. Uh, right. Corporate spy. <laughs> Brad is a spy. Uh, coffee boy. Mm-hmm. Lab assistant. Yeah. And errand boy. Gopher type. Okay, well, all of those sound very good, and I have chosen a job for Brad, as you know, and I've given it to him, and he's. I think he's working at it right now. And that job would be... Something very important for the company. You're not going to spill the beans, are you? No, I'm not going to say. You're going to spill the beans. No, I'm not going There's to. There's an open can of beans on the counter behind you, and you're about to. Oops. Oh, you spilled your beans. What was a can of beans doing? Oh, don't worry. Edsel loves beans. He'll lap them right up. Go get him, Edsel. Edsel loves beans? Doesn't that make it kind of... He's an outdoor cat. Ah, right. Okay. Uh, Arnie, I hate to give you the bums rush, but I do have a guest coming in, and uh, if you could uh, leave the studio... I don't want to leave the studio. All right, you. Let's go. Get out Hey, you for sticking your bum on Oh, and there's my guest. Come on in. Just let them through, and you come on in and have a seat right here. Welcome to the Bat Free, Mr. Uh, Farkelson. Farkelson. Yeah. You are a, a counterfeiter? Yes, I am. You counterfeit American currency. Yes, I do. And why do you do this? Uh, because it's very profitable? No, the profitability is just gravy on the cake. Uh-huh. I do it because of principle. Principle? I like to stick it to the man. I see. So you're a revolutionary of sorts. Yes, down with the Government Bureau of Waste and Measurement. Okay, wait. 
weights and measurements? And a very bad experience. Oh, okay. with them Never mind. Time. Let's just not get all radical here. Tell me about the counterfeiting. What okay. What do you counterfeit? $100 bills? No, I counterfeit $1 bills. Coins. Coins? Yeah, the new coins with the presidents on them. I see. Well, how do you actually manufacture these? I'm an artist. I don't manufacture them. I make them one by one. All right, all right. Don't get angry. You can tell I was angry? Yes, you were. Well, most people can't. Thank you very much. You're welcome. How do you make these coins? Well, I get a lump of silver, and I pound it with a hammer until it's flat. And I very carefully cut it into the round shape exactly the size of one of these dollars. Yes, well, this is engrossing. Please go on. Then, with special tools that I myself invented and built, I carved the president on the front and the Statue of Liberty on the back. You carved them? Yes, I hand carved them. This must take a long time. Ah! And then it done. Then I have to engrave the letters on there. You never need the date and all that. So you carve those on there? I hand carve those too. This must take an incredible amount of time. Yes, it does. I've been working on these coins for uh, a year and a half now. Wow. How many have you made? One. One? I'm an artist, and you can't put time on art, you know? Yes, yes, I understand. And I would figure that with my time and materials and designing my own tools, this coin cost me probably about $137,000. 137000 What are you going to do with this coin? I'm going to go buy a pack of gum. A pack of gum? That'll really stick it to the man. On the bottom of his shoe, maybe. Take that Department of Weights and Measurements. <laughs> okay, 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 calm down. Do you have this coin with you? Yes, I do. May I see it? Certainly, here you go. Wow, this is a beauty. This looks exactly like a U.S. minted coin. It's hard to imagine this is worth a hundred. Oops. Um, Did my coin just go down a drain? Yeah. My $137,000. I'm terribly sorry. Why would you have a drain in a control? At the time, it seemed like a good idea. Well, that was my only... I know your only coin there. Do I sound angry now? No, you don't. I'll have to work on that. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, let me call our plumber. Plumber? Uh, we have a plumber, and I'll see if he can uh, get the coin out of the drain, okay? Very most helpful. Yeah, okay, hold on just a second. Schmackelheimer, yes, well, Mercedes Schmackelheimer. Could you please call our new plumber and have him come in here immediately? No, I don't think so. Why not? Because you made me do a bunch. Oh. Forget it. Listen, Bye-bye now. I miss my... Mi- All right, here, I'll, I'll do it myself. dollars down the drain, literally. Hey, plumber, get in here, please. A year and a half. And here he comes, our brand new plumber... Fred Schlobin. You're expecting maybe Brad Mottworth, huh? Who's Brad Mottworth? What's going on here? Where's my coin? Fred, can you get his coin out of that drain over there, please? Oh, uh, that drain over there? Yes. Oh, that drain over there? Yes. Yeah, that drain over there? Yes. No, I can't do that. Why not? You see, it's welded shut. It's too small to stick my hand down. Besides, the water pressure down there is moving so fast. Whatever dropped in there is like, you know, miles away by now. Oh. Sorry about that. Even me in the ocean. I don't know. See you later. By the way, this call was after hours, so it's time and a half overtime. See you later, bye. Um, I don't suppose I could offer you 
a dollar in exchange for oh, the no, don't even coin that you uh, yeah, well listen uh when you get your next coin done uh, can you come back and no, uh, i don't think i'll ever come well, i can i can back here uh, again okay uh thank you mr uh goodbye fine bye i'm very I think this would be a good time to visit Mr. Wizard. Good morning, Billy. Uh, I say good morning, Billy. Psst, Billy couldn't make it today. Why not? He's got the Mongolian cheese fever. Oh, well, that sounds like it'd make a pretty good episode. Can you get him out of bed? He's got huge, ugly sores in his face, and his nose is constantly running. Better and better. Go get him. It's also highly contagious. Then let the poor kid get his rest for crying out loud. Right. What's wrong with you people? Well, I... uh, what am I going to do without an assistant? We have a replacement on his way, sir. Oh, a replacement. Hmm, I see. Uh, when is this replacement going to get here? Any minute now, sir. What should I do till he gets here? Well, uh... wait a minute. Will he walk through that door when he arrives? Yes, he will. Okay, I've got it covered. Hello, boys and girls. Today we're going to demonstrate chain reactions. Notice how I'm tying this string to this doorknob. When somebody opens the door, it will pull the string. The string is attached to this lever that releases this bowling ball, which will roll down this track, striking this glass statue of Weird Al Yankovic. When the statue breaks into a million pieces, the sound will frighten this hamster, which will start running on his hamster wheel. As the wheel turns, it'll reel in this fishing line, which is attached to the switch on this electric drill. When the drill is turned on by the string, it'll drill a hole in this wall, making the sawdust fall onto this half of the balance beam. This side of the beam will drop, making the other side, which has a kitchen match attached to it, rise. The match will rub against this rough surface, lighting this fuse. The fuse will ignite the dynamite under that safe, making it fly across the room and land on that rake, making it spring up and strike the nose of the person coming into the door. Well, here he comes, sir. Excellent. Quiet, everybody. Come in, whoever you are. Let's thank our replacement, Billy. Thanks a lot, Brad. I'm not Brad. I'm Rick. You are not Brad. That's terrible. Yes, I know. I just lost two bucks in the office. What job is Brad taking betting pool? What? Well, this is Mr. Wizard saying, you owe me two bucks, buddy. Come on, call it Oh, we're back. Hi. Uh, I'm walking down the hallway here real quick. I just got to make sure that uh, the cowlets are all right. We, as you know, keep them here in this special room. And we've gotten a new cowlet rancher, someone who is taking care of the cowlets. And I just wanted to make sure the cowlets were being well taken care of. So let me open this door. Are the uh, cowlets doing okay in there? No, these cowlets really stink. I can't stand it. Ooh, poo, Well, I'm sure they don't smell any worse than Arnie's cat. What? Oh, hi, Mr. Oh, Herbert. hi. You want some gum? No, nah, I don't think so, thanks. Yeah, I call this my lucky gum. Lucky gum? Yeah, because I got it with this dollar coin I found. Dollar coin? It just popped up out of the toilet, and I went out and got some gum with it. Uh, so you want a piece of No, that? no, I really don't. Okay, well, I gotta find a trash can to put the one I just finished. Just stick it to the man. Okay, guys. Now that I think about it, before I go back to my office, there's something I need to do. Aunt Harriet, can you hear me? I know you can. 
Yes, John. What is it? Where have you been lately? I haven't seen you for a while. Well, I've been busy. Doing what? Well, I've decided I need to spice up my life. After life. After life. Yeah. A bit, so I've been taking dancing lessons mm-hmm. from Gypsy Rose Lee. Oh, no. My goodness, she has some amazing moves. I really don't want to know. Someday, I ought to show you the dance No, no, She no. uses fans, you know. Oh, jeez. Oh, and speaking of fans, we were busy meeting with some of Gypsy's adoring audiences before. Could we change the subject, please? Every time I try to contact you, you seem to be busy. Like now. Be there in a minute, Lindbergh. And when you try to contact me, I'm busy. Or you would be if you had a life. All right. Or an afterlife. So I thought I'd have somebody on the staff be an intermediary between us. When you need to get in touch with me, you contact this person and vice versa. And that person would be... Hugo the janitor. How'd you know that? I'm dead, you know. The universe is open to me now. It's not all wearing sheets and saying, boo. Well, yeah, but... All the answers to all the questions of eternity are at my disposal. Oh, uh, <laughs> will I ever be a success at what I want to do? Who knows? Oh, well, anyway, here's Hugo. Oh, and here he is. Hello, Hugo. Hello. Will I ever be a success at what I want to do? Very much so. Wow. Oh, boy. Congratulations. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait just a minute. Gotta go, John. It's the new me. I'm busy, busy, busy. Yeah. May Wes has some ideas for me to try. She has such oh, a way no, with the other no, ghosts. No, no, no. I, no, I don't want that visual image. Goodbye, Aunt Harriet. Well, everybody's still trying to figure out what job Brad has. Hmm. Maybe I should tell everybody. Nah, I'll let it be a secret. But for how long? Hmm. Yes. How long must we go until we find out what Brad's new job is? You've been listening to Bells in the Battery, episode 55, with guest voices Gene Williams, Cindy Taylor, and Becky Beach. Copyright 2007, John Bell. So don't steal this or anything. We're watching you. Yes, Ms. Schmackelheimer? Mr. Bell, this is Ms. Schmackelheimer, yes. Ms. Sadie Schmackelheimer. Yes, I know, Ms. Schmackelheimer. What is it? I'm leaving now. I have an awful headache. I, I think it's the result of having to do a pun. I, I'm just not I'm just not handling this well at all. I, I need to leave now. Oh, all right, I understand, Ms. Schmackelheimer. Go right ahead. Well, bye-bye now. Oh, oh and Ms. Schmackelheimer. Yes, Mr. Bell? On the way out, watch out, because I'm having the parking lot repaved. You're having the parking lot repaved? Oh, you're having the parking lot repaved. Yeah, there's a guy outside repaving the parking, parking lot. lot. You know, oh. one of those menial laborers. Okay, well, bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. La 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 la. I'm so happy to be out of this place. Oh, I can't believe this. It made me make a pun. I don't think I can wrap my tiny little head around this. Well, where did I park? Oh, there it is. Oh, there. La 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 la. Oh, huh. there's the guy fixing the parking lot. I wonder who that could be. Oh, sir. Sir? Yes? Oh, excuse me. Pardon me. I thought you were someone else. Ooh, how intriguing. Go along your way, young lady, and watch out for the speed. Huh. After the day that I've had, now I need to slow down for a stupid speed bump. Ow! Ow! Dromedary cigarettes, the smoke with only one hum. D-R-O-M-E-D-A-R-Y, are you smoking anything else?
right, dromedarians. Friends, why are you smoking anything other than dromedary cigarettes? That's D-R-O-M-E-D-A-R-Y. D for delicious Virginia tobacco. R for relaxing. O for outstanding value. M for more smokers love them. E for e-eucalyptus. D for delicious Virginia tobacco. Again, A for American Medical Association. R for, um, relaxing again, I guess. And Y for why smoke anything else. So remember, friends, the American Medical Association says that dromedary cigarettes are the healthiest cigarettes they've ever tested. In the pack or in the carton, dromedary cigarettes should be your new cigarette choice. Dromedary cigarettes, the smoke with only one hump. Take it away, dromedarians! We're endorsed by the AMA. If you're gonna smoke, smoke the one hump way. Smoking for your health so you don't die. D-R-O-M-E-D-A-R. One.